0: Hi, this is Kylie Thompson, host of Food for Thought. Thanks for listening to the following podcast on Public House Media. Hello, everyone. It's No Filter Friday on Public House Media, and I'm almost out of tea, because I read this article that came across to me, and I'm perplexed, you know, like, location-wise is the best we're gonna do, um, as far as No Filter Fridays go on last week's show, so I was like, okay, we're just gonna make this, like, short and succinct and to the point, because at this point, now I need your feedback, because... I'm sitting here scratching my head and that happens basically hashtag ever so let's spray on some luxurious so people coming in and I, what does it sound like does it say leave me a comment please and although I won't say that my hair is like pop this week it's even you know, it's, it's not bad it could be worse it's definitely not bad okay so What had happened was, is I found, um, this article, um, from the crime report, hello people coming in, leave me a comment please, um, from the crime report by this woman named Ava Gruber, I mean that kind of, you know, tells you what you need to do, anyway, but she wrote this follow-up to her book, was the feminist war on crime, an unexpected role of women's lib in mass incarceration. So I thought, okay, that's kind of like an interesting take on things. Like, yay, we're putting people away. Awesome. Turns out that's not how she feels about this. Um, so she wrote this article called #MeToo Me and in Mass Incarceration in the Ohio State Journal of Criminal Law, um, which is an interesting place for... Uh, this article that she wrote because she's actually she used to be a public defender and now she is a professor at the Colorado College of Law, which, to my understanding, is a um, Colorado, not Ohio. But I've been fooled before. We'll see. Um, but anyway, in this article, which is it's kind of long, it's a little bit long. Um, she talks about how were the Me Too movement and like feminism in general. Hello people coming in. Thank you for the thumbs up. You're very sweet. Um talking about how <laughs> it's so it's so interesting how um women's liberation <laughs> and empowering women and the Me Too movement has played a distinct role in the what did she say in the in the broadening and legitimizing of the um of the penal state, and it's such—it's such a strange thing to hear. I feel. Have you ever seen that movie, Mona Lisa Smile, where Julia Roberts is reading the um, the like letter to the school newspaper that Kirsten Dunst wrote, and how she's like <laughs> a girdle that will set you three. What does that mean? That's how I feel right now. If you haven't seen this. Um, if you haven't seen that movie, go just go look up that one scene because it's really indicative of the situation going on right now. So <laughs> this woman is concerned and granted she was a public defender and that's that's great. That's a not super fun job to have and in the United States, everybody has a right to a fair and speedy trial. Um, they have the right to not incriminate themselves and you have the right to defend yourself. And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing that should be extended to Everyone, regardless if you're some Joe Schmo off the street or Harvey Weinstein, like you, you should be able to do that because due process is a beautiful thing that is denied to a lot of people, by the way, um, around the world. And if you're so, if this woman is so upheavaled by the carryment of justice and jail time for rapists and for people who commit sex crimes, then there are so many countries that she could go to. And not have to be bothered because those places don't have due process or, um, you know, no one ever sees justice and they certainly don't ever see jail time. So, like, why not just go do that? Like, why, you know, sit around in cold Colorado and write articles for the crime report because you could just go live your, um, Non, you could live your unlegitimized uh, penal state dreams. You could just do that. It would be much easier, and the rest of us could carry on with, um, you know, enforcing the laws that were actually on the books, but the law enforcement and judicial system never felt the need to uh, enforce. (laughs) So, this is an interesting situation, but she says. This is one of my favorite quotes from this. By the close of the millennium, the stalwart, suit-wearing prosecutor who throws the book at rapists had replaced the bra burner as the symbol of women's empowerment. Now, I'm not one of these people who's, contrary to popular belief, I'm not one of these people who's like super rah, 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 rah for, um, for feminism. Um, I think that everybody just needs to treat each other like people. Man, there are differences between men and women there just are um, and that was God's plan like there's two of us for a reason like there's you know this was by um, this was by design, sign and that's a beautiful thing but that doesn't mean you get to just run around um, committing sex crimes and running loose because in my trots around the world interviewing sex crimes, interviewing survivors of sex crimes, gender-based violence, all of these kinds of victims that we're talking about here, they never once were the singular victim of that perpetrator. It's always repeat behavior. It's always, I mean, if you wanna have a conversation about predictivism, it's always a pattern of behavior. And that's the kind of the only reason why MeToo has really taken off in like a judicial sense is because they take groups of victims And they they get them together they organize. They cross-reference they you know sort out everyone's stories the sequence of events on everyone and then make their decision on who they're gonna go forward with as far as charges goes and that's what topples these people because if you want to talk about the Harvey Weinstein's the Ron Jeremy's the um, Matt Lowers all these types of people that are now um, either going to jail Bill Cosby Um, or losing their jobs or just getting canceled in general. Um, they had multiple, 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 multiple victims. And the organization of that is how these people are being brought to justice. So this whole song and dance of like, oh, it was just, you know, one little, you know, these rape laws are overzealous. And it was just like a one-time thing. It's never a one-time thing ever ask anybody who has survived one of these crimes, if they were lucky enough to survive it, because there are people who lose their lives to it, don't get it twisted. If they were the only victim of their perpetrator, and they'll tell you no. They'll be like, oh yeah, some girl. If, if it's not in a, a criminal like law setting, then they'll say, oh yeah, it happened to another girl in my school. Or, oh yeah, um, some girl reached out to me after they saw my story. She didn't go to the police, but she told me. And this also happens with men too. shout out to Terry Crews, the agent that was groping on Terry Crews. That wasn't his first little offense either. So I just, (coughs) I'm trying to hear what this woman's saying. I really am. Um, That's great that she's a law professor and a public defender and all that great stuff. But, um, if rapists are getting jail time, I just don't see the problem. I just don't see the issue. And furthermore, like, oh, it's the the suit-wearing prosecutor who's throwing the book at rapists is now the Women's of Empowerment. Okay, great. That's fantastic. Because, like, burning bras is, like, I don't know, it's, like, kind of fun because they're really expensive, but... And I don't enjoy wearing one. Obvi. I mean, when have you seen me wear a bra on the show? Like, for real. um, But that doesn't do anything for anybody. It really doesn't. Um, But carrying out justice and taking assailants off the street and ending their, um, pattern of behavior, even if it's just for some time is worth it. And what you're supposed to do, that's what these laws are for. And even still like getting a conviction in a sex crime is like almost impossible. It's so hard. Like look at how much time it took all of these people to get together and deal with Harvey Weinstein. Because people have tried before. Or, um... I had a long talk with Janice Dickinson about her interaction with uh, with Bill Cosby and how she's the only person that said it, and blah 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 blah. And she, you know, got an onslaught of punishment for that, for just saying it. Meanwhile, Hannibal Burris just talked about it in a stand-up comedy show. And it just kicked the door open. Which, however it comes, great, so long as it does. But... What, what on earth is going on (laughs) that we're now, after all of this couple years of Me Too, it's obviously here to stay, we're not the, as a society, we don't feel that this sort of criminal behavior is excusable, and it's, you know, justice is going to be served, but now we're worried about the unexpected role in women's living mass incarceration, like, if we have a rapist problem, then by all means put them away. <laughs> like that's what they're. That's what this is for. There's people that go to. Um, there's people that go to jail for far worse and far lesser offenses. But I'm just not a fan of these. Um, of this attitude or these places that are like, oh, he's just a little pedophile. Like just give him a slap on the wrist for like four years. Germany, and you know, let him loose. He's rehabilitated. He's not rehabilitated. And furthermore, to speak to this whole, you know, prosecutor throwing the book at somebody's situation, that also has to come and, you know, that also has to, the judge and the prosecution have to, you know, come to an agreement on that. And I personally went and looked up the um, court documents for my uncle who's in prison for a long, long time for being a pedophile. Um, he tried to appeal in 2004 and they took an excerpt in his um, like appeal denial. They took an excerpt of what the judge said during his sentencing and put it in the um, the appeal denial of how basically disgusted she was with his behavior um, towards his stepdaughters and how that was her quote was reflected in his sentencing and. That's what, this is. That's, what, that's what the criminal justice system is for, at least in America. Other places, it doesn't work uh, hardly at all, if ever. But um, I, 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 I'm at a loss for this. I need your opinions on um, if we're going to boo-hoo that rapists are getting put in jail because the Me Too movement has popped off. So you let me know um, what you think about <sighs> jail time for sex criminals, and maybe we'll powwow on this. I could be wrong. I've been fooled before, but it's, all of this just doesn't smell right to me. It just doesn't. It's very strange. But, you know, what do I know? I've just only done two laps around the world interviewing survivors of sex crimes and gender based violence. But that's just me. That's just me. I'm just one person, you know? I'm just one person with a podcast that's been, uh, you know, on the air for several years now. But anyway, I will see you all next week for another No Filter Friday. It's going to be super fun. Hopefully less confusing than this week. I can't promise it'll be better looking than the Maldives, but, you know, we can try. And check on other shows on public house media that aren't nearly as crazy as this. Um, or, you know, they're just more uplifting, like Choose to Rise. Very, very uplifting show, Disarming Disability. Lovely. Just lovely, lovely podcasts. So go check us out, give them a rating, leave them some stars, an A plus, whatever it is that you want to leave them, and I will see you all next week. Bye, 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 bye.